Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another week of Last Week in Parenting. And you guys know that I'm Justin McClure. And I, of course, am Ami McClure. Ami McClure. She got a new wig, everybody. <laughs> First of all, this is a <laughs> podcast, so they cannot see me. Secondly, that is my personal announcement. How did that make to you make. laugh though off the bat? That is my personal announcement. She does have a new wig, guys. <laughs> I like it. It, it looks uh, it looks natural. I like it. It's um. Well, I mean, oh, you guys can't see me. Watch. Well, I don't know what video is going to be on. Anyways, just watch us. Keep watching. You'll see the new wig. She's got yeah. But if you subscribe to her YouTube channel, Life of Ami, she has some videos about. Uh, um, this is going to show that I know nothing about. I, I was waiting for what um, you were going to say. The the uh, the wig stylings. Is that what I say? Wig styling. Okay. You want to see the wig style? Thank you. Next. <laughs> if you want to see the wig stylings of Ami? Then go check out the life of Ami. She's got a couple videos there. Thank you. That next. will show you Ooh, wow. the awesome wig choices that okay. she well, makes. Thank you, baby. All right, I tried. Listen, guys. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a plug for my wife's uh, YouTube. There you go. Life of Ami, and I do like the wig. All right. Maybe we'll do an. Uh, maybe there's a good episode we can do about that that you can speak to women about. I don't know, confidence and wearing, you know, having wearing your natural hair short, but also expressing yourself and you know, if you want to wear wigs and have different yeah, looks. Listen, when the summertime comes back around, I'm looking. Some people have said things like, "Oh, you know, you used to wear when you cut your hair, you were wearing it, and now you're not. What are you ashamed again?" I'm like, first of all, no. If I took pictures and was wearing it, obviously, I'm not trying to hide. But it was cold, and yeah. I don't play around with the cold. I am not. Justin knows me. I am not here for it. I'm not with it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to deal with it. I'm not here for the cold. Mm. So this is basically like basically like me wearing a hat all. Uh, <laughs> All winter. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, but maybe that can be uh, another episode talking to the ladies. But uh, this episode we want to talk about, and this is going to be a um, a very serious topic, but obviously lighthearted because we're going to talk about um, strangers and interactions stranger with strangers. Danger. Stranger danger. So, if you before you listen to this, or you know, as you're, I'm sure you're driving, I can't say stop and pull over and watch our video, but we have a video. If you're on YouTube, um, if you're on Facebook, either one on our channel, McClure Twins Family, uh, the video is called um, "Would Our Kids Go with a Stranger: A Social Experiment." That's the name of the video. I'll say it again. Would our kids go with a stranger, a social experiment? So what we did is we set up an experiment with somebody the girls do not know. And we wanted to see how they interacted with a stranger. And this was complete hidden camera. Um, and it was very eye-opening. Um, definitely, I think we did a very good job of the video. I think it could be very educational for families and parents and, and kids. Uh, I, because here's the thing. Um, first of all, before we start ranting, please um, go over to Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. I, I like, 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 uh, honestly, I, I, listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I feel like most most podcasts like shout themselves out more than we do. We don't ask for much, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm try, I try to remember. Like, okay, yeah, try to get people over to give you a review <laughs> yeah. on Apple Podcasts or um, where wherever you listen to podcasts. Please review us there. Um, the best way you can support us is listen to more podcasts and watch more videos. I, I hear a lot of people say, "We love your family. We love what you're doing. How can we support you? Just watch more videos. Keep just, watching. Just tell your friends and just watch more videos. Because the more videos you watch, the more we do, 
better with the algorithms of like Facebook and YouTube and the more other people see our videos. So if you like us, support us, you know, enjoy this podcast, listen to another one and maybe watch more videos. Now, um, before I get going on some of my points, and once again, this is a uh, topic that I think all parents should listen to about strangers. Um, let me turn it over to Ami, let her talk about maybe why we set this up, who we set this up with, and kind of give you the backstory. If you haven't seen the video, you're going to see it later. This is not going to bore you. We're going to give you more inside and more behind the scenes of what happened to put this video together about interacting with the stranger. Yes, so... Um, okay, that's enough. Now, listen, guys. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> if you guys should have seen the dagger of a look I just shot him. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, it's obvious, you all know, and if you don't know, I'm going to tell you, obviously, our girls are recognizable when they go out in public by many people. It's just, you know, a side effect of the current life that we are living. That being said, this was about stranger danger, um, yes, but also very specific to us as well about stranger danger. How do we teach our children about it? Because people do know their names. You know, so there's often times where how does your kid handle a situation when it's not the creepy zombie like stranger walking up like, hey, kids, you want some candy? Yeah, like that's not that's that's how kids picture a stranger. I think the stranger has um, throat cancer and um, uh, listen. <laughs> Listen, if you're five years old, that's how you picture a stranger. You think a stranger is yeah. like, you would, like, basically you think that if you look across the park, you'd see this, that's, that's the stranger over there, that person, the creepy looking person, you know, so that's their conceptual thought of a stranger. Yeah, so, everyone thinks it's an old man in a white van. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, sometimes it is. <laughs> but what happens when the stranger is, you know, some 20 something bouncy, bubbly girl that the, you know, that little girls can relate to. And she's just like, hey girls are cute you know that type of thing so that that's really what this experiment was about was the non-obvious stranger yeah um so our friend chrissa ace you know she's most popular i guess on instagram but chrissa ace c-r-i-s-s-a-a-c-e you can find her on instagram and facebook um I wouldn't say professional basketball player, but she played for the Harlem Globetrotters. You know, very cute girl, uh, very funny, young, energetic, great personality. Um, She was the stranger. And that is very far from a 55-year-old guy who, exactly. who, who's offering you candy who from a who band. Who should never be at a park with the kids. Like. Yeah, so, so you know, the girls have never met Krista. We, we know her, so we set this up, you know, hidden camera style. The girls are at the park, and, you know, I talk to Krista, Ami talks to Krista, and we give her a camera, and we say, um, her instructions are, try to get the girls away from the park, and do whatever you want to do. You're a good basketball player. Show them how you can spin the ball on your finger. And then just as they're around other people, kind of go, kind of say, Hey girls, can you come over with me? Cause that's a common thing, you know, that I think, um, um, strangers might want to do is, is get people isolated so they can have a more personal conversation. And so we said, Hey, try to get them over to a place in the park where you can just talk to them and maybe relate to them and say, Oh, you're on YouTube. I want to be on YouTube. Can you go show me some tricks or like, what would I do? And obviously that, that, that speaks to the girl's heart and intellect because they know YouTube and it's something that they, they like to do and they love to do their videos and they know something about that. And I think a lot of pedophiles, a lot of strangers, they have a plan to 
to relate, relate to, to the your kid. child. Yeah, a, a stranger's not going to come up in the park and like, hey, come here with me, kid. Mm-hmm. They're going to come up and they're just going to be like, oh, you have a blue shirt. My favorite color is blue. Is yeah. it your favorite color? And oh, what show do you, do you like? like puppies? Yeah, what show do you like? I love that show too. And next thing you know, because kids are so innocent and vulnerable that you know they're going to believe this person. They're going to think that they're they're the friend. So. um that was the setup. It's like, Krissa, try to relate to the girls. Try to get them isolated in the park. And then at some point, try to get them away from the playground. Let's see if they come over to Ami, Mama McClure. Now, you might be asking, where was Ami in this whole thing? Well, she walked in the park with them, and then she gradually, as Krissa came over, kind of scooted more and more and more farther away yep. at the other I, end I of the park. I was basically waiting to see if the girls would turn to look like, hey, where'd Mama go or anything like that. But um, I'm not going to give it away. I will let you guys watch that part of the video. But this is how we set it up is, you know, I was there with them like, girls, you know, show me that slide. And I just started backing away and backing away. And they were just playing. They started talking to another little girl. So I just stepped away and then Krista came up. So it was more me watching from a distance of what's happening. You know, are they even going to look in this direction? You know, are they going to uh, find me? Are they going to just keep playing? Are they going to talk to Krista? You know, (laughs) the girls are at a great age. Um, Five, they're independent. They're self-sufficient. You know, they can kind of play on their own, meaning you can go you can go and kind of hang out in the corner if you had to be on your phone or whatever and you could like, oh the girls are gonna play. So they are at that at that age where they, they can be more independent. So we knew this was the age where they you know they're they're fine. Vulnerable. So they're what I'm saying is it is the age also where a parent can gradually kind of do their own thing in the corner and then somebody else can sweep in and notice that. Mm-hmm. So Ami was moving to the other end of the you know the other park. It's a small park. Um and if you watch the video, you, you can see Ami kind of way in the background. And then so Krista comes up and she starts talking to the girls and like, hey, I think I'm, I've seen you girls. And, and where am I? You know, I'm, I'm doing a hidden camera thing. So I'm watching all the, you know, the, all this from, from kind of the camera angle. And, um, you know, I hope you guys go watch the video. But basically, it was a win and a loss for us. And people, let's be very clear. I think we are great parents and we still have work to do. So no matter how good you are at telling your kids, and this is very important, no matter how good you are at telling your kids or you think you are at telling your kids, nothing replaces a real scenario, a social experiment to see. Because people can say, a child can say, I got it, I got it, I understand. We do not know how well. It's, it's like saying, here's how you shoot a free throw. Oh, you got it? Okay, you got to do, okay. And, and, and they do it in their, in their room. Them, yeah. yeah, let's say you, you tell your child how to shoot a free throw. They practice in their room. And then they go to the basketball court and they expect to make them. They're not going to make one because they haven't practiced. So this was a win and a loss for us. Um, you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't want to give it away completely, but I think that it was a learning experience for both the girls and us in the sense that, um, as Justin has said, you know, this age, like obviously we've had a stranger conversation with them before we talk to them. You know, you don't go with strangers. You stay where we can see you in the store, that type of stuff. But it doesn't always sink in. But five years old is a big, big turning point, almost six, that you're like, you really want to make sure your children understand that they are vulnerable because they are a little bit distanced from you now. You know, the girls used to be glued to our legs. We would never think that they would go anywhere. You know, we want to walk through, if I want to go sit on the park bench, they'd be like, oh, I'm going to sit down too then. That's how they used to be. 
Now they're like, okay, sit over there. We're going to go run to the swings on the other side of the park. I'm like, oh, well, let me get up and go to the other side of the park. So this is a very crucial age for them and probably a lot of children to understand about their own their own safety, you know, it's, it really is about their own safety because as a parent, you do your best, obviously, but you could blink for one second. I could, I could have had Jersey and just looked yep. down for a second because Jersey fell and that's very Somebody much enough time. In. Yeah. Because these predators are there watching and waiting and they're watching and they're seeing um, who's being paid attention to, who's not, who's there kind of by themselves, what, what parent is mm-hmm. kicking a soccer ball while the kid is playing. So these people... It's kind of like they say uh, about the people in jail, like the reason there's inmates get, get away with so much is because they're, they have 24 hours of the day to watch and pay attention and to how out, the prison yep. works. And that's why they, you know, they can plan escapes and stuff because you know, they're, that's all they're thinking about. So predators, strangers, whatever, um, they, they can often, I'm, and I'm, not, I, I'm, not, I'm speculating, but this also seems to be true from, from um, not from my, my research, but from... Um, you mean you didn't research predators? Yeah, you know, just things you hear, movies <laughs> or whatever. That you know, they they, they will make, they might come to the same park over and over again, and they or they They'll might sit there for an hour, out. and they yep. might watch. And, and, and who knows? Maybe they're sitting on a, on a park bench with an iPad, just pretending to do something. But really, they're looking at the situation. And the thing is, the girls at five years old, they have great physical abilities. Now they don't need parents to. Um, you know, go climb things or go down the slide mm-hmm. or do the do the um, uh, the monkey bars. They can do all these things by themselves, and they love doing these things by themselves. And they play with other kids. They play tag, so they they can go off and be by themselves and do these things. So we have to be very aware of our surroundings completely. Like Ami said, you cannot blink. Like you cannot blink and walking to the other end of the park like we did on purpose is is in in a sense blinking Mm -hmm. and so going back to the situation Krista somebody comes in you know she looks cool she you know she she looks she looks like a friend she's great at basketball she's got good energy but then boom she gets in pretty well right away with the girls and the girls are very sweet they're very sweet girls if you meet them they're personable they they want to know who you are and if you say something nice to them you know they used to hug people we've worked on all that they're they're very affectionate in many ways so she was able to get in right away by saying hey I've seen you on YouTube I'm a big fan and let's go down the slide together let's get on the swing together Mm -hmm. next thing you know um, within three minutes the girls were kind of like falling around and they were they were good friends and then Krista said hey can you come over here because I asked her to do this she said can you come over here I want to talk to you and the girls followed her over there and that was away from Ami on the other side of the slide so that was a a fail now, where the wind came in is when Krista said, let's go play basketball at the court over there. You're telling them the whole thing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's fine. I, mean, I was people, trying not to give it well, away. They, I want people to go watch I it. Do it. Well, people, well, people should go watch <laughs> it, but us describing it in this way should paint, you, you should want to go watch it because the picture's painted better when you see the video. And it, a, a lot of people, we got to you know, offer a complete podcast as well. We're not going to give you everything, but basically, um, at some point, Alexis said, I need to go out. I need to go talk to my mom about that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that because she did have a, a, a definitive moment where she's like, I got to talk to my mom about that, mm-hmm. but she didn't do it 
in an alarm. Bluntly. She wasn't alarmed. She, she wasn't worried that this is a stranger. Right. She wasn't worried. Exactly. Exactly. She was just kind of like, you know, that's a good idea. And basically, mom might want to come. <laughs> yeah. Basically, she was. She was like, I'm gonna go talk to my mom because mom might want to come with this stranger. I gotta go ask mom. I'm, I'm gonna invite my mom to go with us. Is kind of the angle Alexis was taking. I'm gonna invite my mom to go play basketball with us. Yeah, it was, um, I mean, we had a laugh because we set it up, obviously. Um, But we also had, you know, serious conversation outside of this. And we will continue to have serious conversation because the fact is, and this is not just for us. Again, this is for every parent. Repetition, repetition, repetition with everything you're teaching your child. You don't teach them the ABCs once and then say, you got it and walk away. No. Yep. You have to re- every few weeks we should be bringing this up. Girls, what do you what do you know about strangers? What do you do? Every because that's the only way for them to understand number 1 it's important and number 2 that sink into your brain that it becomes more of a reflex rather than a wait, what am I supposed to do? There's a stranger here. Mm-hmm. It becomes more of a oh, I know exactly. I'm I'm gone. I'm out of here. It won't even be a second thought. And that is what we know for a fact that we could speak it a million times but the scenario happened and we know now we didn't say it enough yeah um made me think a lot uh you know now you know the girls love to go to parks when public places and the older they get the more you can take your eyes off of them so it really lets you think and part of why we're doing this podcast is like we really want to inculcate into people's minds that you got to do these things over and over and over mm-hmm. again and you can't say it you got to practice and so I thought hopefully our video does really well and it can be an eye-opening thing to people because the girls did a good job but it wasn't good enough no nope. they they could have they didn't necessarily willingly walk away with her but they got close enough that they could have been taken yeah um I mean, the, the right person with nobody there could have covered one of the mouth and, and ran off with them mm-hmm. um you know, it would have been hard, but but that could have happened. I mean, Krista uh, 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 may not because she's, you know, five foot four girl, but you yeah, know, but, okay, but, but, but the but girls I'm, are three foot four or something. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it could happen. Um, so we have talked to the girls, like Ami said, about strangers. You know, you if they're not a guardian, you can you you yell. You run away, you bite, you kick, you do whatever. You make as much commotion as you can. Um, You do not engage. You do not engage. Do you want to know what a lot of people were saying, which I understand, but I also am kind of weary of it. People said that, um, you know, what they have or what people are teaching kids is a safe word. So because sometimes, Uh, you know, maybe you come from somebody comes to the school and says, you know, oh, your mom's, you know, been in an accident. She's at the hospital. She told me to bring you to her. But you don't know this person. The kids will say, well, what's the safe word? I get it. And I think that's great. But then I'm also like, okay, but are they close enough to talk to this person now? Yeah. I mean, even that I don't like. That's what I'm saying. Don't talk to the person. Even that is opening, you know, a a response from the stranger. Exactly. Are they close enough to where you say that, but they grab you anyway? Yeah, for me and for my kids, I just... Run I, in any situation. If you don't know a person, it is okay to run away completely to the person you do know because you're there with somebody, your mom, your dad, your nana, whatever. Where you just you don't even say anything. You just turn around and you run to whoever yeah. you're supposed to be with, and then you, then you say, "Hey, this person asked me a question about this," and then we decide. The parent decides. You know the 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 the, the legitimacy of of that person and that question. Yeah. Well, even at the point, um, you know, like I said, some people said a safe word. They said because also because, you know, even some a lot of times it's someone that the kids know who 
comes to pick, you know, maybe you remember that documentary we saw about the neighbor who eventually yeah. ended up kidnapping the child. You know, the child felt safe because a it was neighbor. the neighbor. Yeah, we all have neighbors. Yes. So, but I think it's important for us not just a safe word. I don't want a safe word with a neighbor. I want the girls to know these are the three people who can pick you up. If something happens to one of us, we were not going to send the neighbor. It will be your uncle, your nana. Actually, I guess that's it Mom for us. That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> you know, that's all it will be. So that is, I think, just making it to the point that they only have two or three people who they know they are allowed to go with. And that is it. Mm-hmm. That everybody else, doesn't matter if you've seen them 10 times, if they come to pick you up, you do not go with them. Yeah. That's it. That is, that is a simple thing. I think that's one of the easiest ways to keep it small because chances of us sending any, any single person else to get our children if something happens to us, slim to none. Yeah, and I also think that a, a child really doesn't understand a concept when you're teaching them unless it actually does happen. When you, you say, this is what you do with a stranger. And they're just like, okay, okay. And they're halfway in the conversation because it's a foreign concept to them because a child, a child's mind is innocent and pure and vestal. They don't understand how bad people can be because five-year-olds are inherently good. They're good people. Children learn the ways of evil from the world that's taught to them. You, 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 I mean, you don't see three-year-olds really lying and cheating and doing Like, they learn that from the mm-hmm. ways of the world. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell a five-year-old, really, this is what you do with a stranger because they don't understand the concept. It's so foreign. It's so nefarious to them. They just don't really understand it. But when it actually happens, and then you pull them aside, and you, and you, and you, and you pull them close to you by the collar, like, you know, like say, a dad would do, like, hey, listen, you don't know that person. Do you know what, what could have happened just now? And then their heart beats fast, and, they're just, and, then, and then they get it. They're like, get it. They're like, I may, have, I may not ever have seen my mom or dad or brother again. Yeah, well, I think that in analyzing this situation with the girls, I do think that they know what to do with a stranger. I think they just had a hard time categorizing what a stranger is. Yeah. I think that was the biggest thing. And to me, that was the test we were doing because I know for a fact our girls were no random person who's scary stranger could get a conversation with them. It just wouldn't happen. But in their mind, they didn't categorize what a stranger was. Yep. To them, even when I asked them, is she a stranger? They said, no, she's not a stranger. She watches our videos. She knows who we are. So that's what clicked to me. Like, okay. So that's what related them to say, oh, this is not a stranger. It must be one of these wonderful people who watch us. They think everybody who watches them is wonderful. That is really the missing link for them. And it's so sweet of them because they're like, oh, they watch our videos. They must love us. And what they don't understand, there's many people who watch videos or watch other people just to hate them. Yeah, And 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 that's what they don't understand. And some of that I realized is our fault or our neglect to let them know that Fans are fans mm-hmm. because we've always said when somebody comes up to you in public, be grateful, you know, take a picture if you can say thank you. But we also have to let them know that there's a lot of people who might follow young kids because they have other intentions. Mm-hmm. So you, we have to be very careful in, in that regards because the girls do have a social presence. But like I said, I've always said, girls, yeah. Be, be blessed that you're in the situation that you're in. If somebody comes up to you, let's go out of our way to say thank you and that type of thing. But we also have to realize some of these fans might, might be after them or not, not after them, you know, but, but I'm saying everyone's on social media these days and everyone's very accessible. Mm-hmm. And even, even if they're not, anybody can pull up to a park or a public place and just kind of see, Oh, there, there, there's a, there's a cute kid or a young girl or a young boy and they're kind of by themselves. Let me watch them for a while. 
Yes. Yeah. No, this is precisely it. And this is um, a line that we've tiptoed and at least I've tried to tiptoe with the girls is, you know, I am very much mama bear in public when it comes to the girls and other people. And I was in the thought of you can think I'm whatever. I don't care. These are my children, you know, period. These are my children. So whether you think, oh, that wasn't nice or I didn't get a picture. Think about it. They are children. Children. They're five years old. So if we have the moment to take a picture and if we're in that thing, but if it's not or if I feel uncomfortable or if I feel like it's not a safe situation for them, it won't be happening. That is just it. And, um, you know, we, we need to, I've been trying to empower the girls too to say, listen, if you feel like this person makes you uncomfortable, no, you don't have to take a picture. Thank, say thank you as we're passing along. Thank you. Hi. And that's it. Because their body, their comfort, their safety has to be number one. We have to empower them to know that if this feels like an uncomfortable situation for you, it probably is. Yeah. um, (laughs) They were asking me about that in the car. I was taking them to school and they said, um, uh, so if somebody watches our videos and, you know, they're a stranger and what if they end up being bad? And and I'm like, you know, we'll handle it. And they're like, well, dad, what would you do? I said, I don't know what I would do. I said, I don't know what I would do. I said, I'd get very mad. If it was a guy, I, 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 I might hit that guy a lot. I really might. They're, you know, these are my kids, and I have no apologies for that. Like, I, I'm, I'm an old school type of person in that way. Like, I will, I will handle my business. And they, but then they said, that's not the point of this, but then they said, but then they may not watch our videos anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Uh, that person should not be watching our videos anymore. Um, but, so, the, the, it was a win, and it was a loss. It lets us know that we have more work to do. And I hope that telling you guys all this, please, if you haven't, have the, not even the, the discussion, but maybe, maybe your own social experiment. We, we, we obviously videoed this because this is what we do. And we, we provide entertainment, which we hope is entertainment. But more, it's educational and it's eye-opening for us mm-hmm. and hopefully for other people. Yes. H- have the conversation, but also not just the conversation. It should be a continuing conversation. It should be a revolving conversation. It should be an evolving conversation. As they get older, you change the way you tell them. You change how much you tell them about what could possibly happen. I think it's super important for anyone who has children. It's just crazy to me sometimes the stories and things that I see about child abductions and and children being snatched and taken. And it's just, it hurts my heart to know that there's so many people out there who just have such a, I don't know what to call it, evil way of treating children. This is the most innocent things ever, just evil towards them. So, I mean, that is honestly, that's my biggest fear. Out of anything else in the entire world, that is my biggest fear for not just the girls, for Jersey, for all my kids, is that they're so innocent. Anytime I hear yep. anything happening to a child, like I just cry. I cry. I just, it hurts so badly. So I just can't imagine being that parent, and I don't ever want to be that parent. That's why I had a hard time having that discussion in the car with the girls, because um, if somebody were to, that were to happen, I, I would probably beat somebody really bad, and I, I wouldn't care. Because the way I view that is like to, to take the innocence away from a child for the rest of their life. And, and in some cases, you know, these you know, children end up dead. Yeah. Otherwise, they're ruined for life. And to take that, it's, it's not your right. And you should be beaten. Merc- you know, you should be beaten. And 
I don't know how I would react. It wouldn't be good. Um, My stomach is turning now. Just and, 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 and I will oh. say, you know, I've been boxing for years. I know how to protect myself. I'm very confident in that regard. So I'm pretty sure it would be uh, it would be brutal and it would be quick, hopefully. And I'm not saying this, I ever want this to happen, but when they were talking to me, I was just thinking to myself, wow, like I, I actually pictured a scenario in my, of my mind of this happening and me just right over just losing it. And I'm like, man, that would be awful because then like things could happen to me and like that's illegal. And I just don't know because what I'm talking about right now, people, is it's emotional for me because I have, you know, a 16 month old boy. We have five year old girls. And like Ami said, I listen to the news and I hear some of these stories and it just, it breaks my heart because I think of the families and I think of, I think of have people having to live with this. And, and, and sometimes I think about Jersey and I think about what if a child's baby's life was taken and, and you just had to live with, you know, what would their life be like and how the unfairness of it all. I, I think about those things when I hear these things, I think of the, the families, but I also think of that child. And I just think like the child is so innocent. Like, like today we took Jersey to the park and um, or, or I took Jersey to the park. Ami was with the girls and they were doing uh, acting things. So I took Jersey to the park and um, we were doing these things on the, a playground and he wasn't big enough. So obviously I had to hold his hand. I had to like, and I just thought, man, it's such an awesome thing. It's like, it almost made me emotional. He's so reliant upon everything for me and Ami. Like he, he trusts me to take him everywhere on this little playground thing. He had to go across one of those bridges that wobbled and walk up some steps. And like at the top, there was a slide, but he didn't know. And he was like uncertain. But when I got to the top and I showed him and we went down together, then he wanted to do it over and over and over again. But he trusted me. And that's amazing that kids trust you. And like, how dare anyone take that away from something who is so reliant on its existence for you and for that and that just like when I think of when I think of things happening to babies and toddlers that are like Jersey's age, I mean, it just really it puts me in a place of just um, it, it just makes you really realize how important safety is with your family. If you have kids, you cannot blink, guys. You cannot blink. Get off your phones, whatever it is something bad could happen and, and it could be the, the worst regret the, ever. The biggest regret. I, I'm sick. I can't even, I'm sorry. Like I said, it just, it, it hits me really to my core and you know, it always has even before becoming a mother, but since becoming a mother, it's even worse. Like it hits me. To my, it, it almost like paralyzes me just when I, I just, I can't, I can't, I, you know, I, ugh. It has to be all consuming when when you're out, and like it has to be the only thing that you think about or do. It really does. Listen, I don't play around. I would. We're in the store, and the girl thinks it's funny to run around the corner of the aisle. I will drop my car and instantly nope. grab them. Like you do not go where I do not see you for a second. And they'll look at me. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care if you sit there and you cry tears right now. You're going to understand how serious this is. Do not go where I can't see you. That, that happened today. We were in New York City where I was talking about the playground, and I went to coffee to get coffee and obviously New York City is very busy all the blocks are busy I went to get coffee I walked out Alexis wanted to run so I let her run and she got to the end of the block and she stopped and I, and I said why, why did you stop and she's like because if I went around the corner you, you couldn't see me exactly because all it takes is to go around the corner 2.5 seconds man you walk into the wrong person right around that corner by the time you get to that corner you're like where's Alexis there's a story last night of a young girl I think she was maybe a late teenager early 20s um, she thought there was an Uber she thought she was getting in her Uber. She got in another car and was killed. Yep. 
I mean, just a random car. Yep. This is what I'm saying. You don't she, she know what random car. crazy she it was is Uber. there. Next thing you know, they found her 40, 45 minutes later or something dead. Like, <gasps> it happens so quick. So, guys, go watch the video. Learn from it. Share it. Like I said, you can watch it on Facebook or YouTube. It's called um, What Our Kids Go With a Stranger, A Social Interaction. And we're going to do follow-up videos for this. And it's, and it's obviously, we hope to make them entertaining because you know we want people to watch them and enjoy it. But really, the educational and the inspirational aspect. And more, most importantly is, you know, will the girls learn their lesson? What, what mm-hmm. other scenario can we set up to see if when somebody comes up to them that they don't know, regardless, they run away right to their parents and say, hey, this person is trying to talk to me for whatever reason. And okay, well, let mom and dad come over and decide. Mm-hmm. Or you can play with them, maybe, if we stand right, right there beside you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so people just be careful. Be careful. Watch over your children. Watch over your family. It's, I mean, it's the greatest gift you have as family, as your children. Honestly, it's the greatest gift you've been given. It's your responsibility. It's your duty to protect them. Yep. And, uh, you know, one more time, I just want to say, I want to give my empathy to all the people that, and I know, I don't know if they're listening, but I just want to say it to the universe, but I do feel so bad for all those families and parents that um, have had someone taken from them in, in this way. I'm sure the regret and the guilt is all encompassing. You know, I would be suicidal. There's no way I could live with yeah, myself. This is, this is, e- mm. Even being a good parent, I'm sure there's so many great parents that turned their back. They took a phone yeah. call for a second and, and that was it. So I'm so empathetic to people who have gone through something like this and, and, this, and, and the regret they have, they probably pl- replay in their mind so many times, like if I wouldn't have just taken that phone call. So guys, we're, we're saying, you know, take that phone call, but don't take your eyes off, off your child. Uh, unfortunately, we live in a world where there is evil and there's evil, and there's good, but there's evil, and, mm-hmm. and evil wants to do bad things to good sometimes, and, and we cannot allow that. So that was the point of the video. That's the point of this podcast is to bring more awareness. Please, let's, let's plant a seed in you, in you guys' head, and we hope you enjoyed this. And, um, you know, we enjoyed talking about it, and that's unfortunate because we wish it was a subject that never had to be talked about. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. So... I'm shook. Sorry, guys. I'm shook. Guys, thanks for being here. We hope you uh, are enjoying the podcast. Once again, you can email us at lastweekinparenting at gmail, lastweekinparenting at gmail.com. Or uh, as always, say, you can just write us on Facebook to Justin McClure, Aminat McClure, or... That is not my name on Facebook. Ami McClure. Or I mean, on, do um, need McClure if you're looking for me on Facebook. <laughs> or on Instagram. You can, Justin McClure, Ami McClure. We're, I mean, just type in our name. You'll find us. But we'd love to hear from you. I always love hearing your thoughts, um, good and bad. So thank you for being here. And we will see you next time. Take care of your kids. Take care of your family. And give us a five-star review. Thank you. <laughs> nah.